Hello everyone, this is Katie, and I have a little bit of a different, um, not really a full episode, but just a little sample, a little trailer for you today. I was a guest on Not So Peter Priested a little while ago uh, with my friend Jake, and he told me a story about a book called A Study in Scarlet. Uh, this is part of the Sherlock Holmes canon, and there are Mormons in it. I didn't know anything about it, uh, and it was fun fun to hear more. So what I've done here is I've just compiled a few moments from the episode to give you a taste of what it was like. I think it's only about seven minutes long. The actual episode is over an hour, and if you like what you hear here, you can go over to Jake's podcast. It's called Not So Peter Priesthood. Just search it on wherever you're listening right now, and you can hear the full episode. So here's a little taste, and hope you enjoy. Okay, I can't remember exactly how it happened, but she said that she's like, so it's weird to me that BYU-Idaho will carry, uh, won't carry uh, this band book. I can't remember which one she mentioned, but then she said, but they'll carry Sherlock Holmes. And I was like, what? Sherlock Holmes is banned? And she's like, well, there's the book that's all about the Mormons. The, the first book is all about the Mormons. And I was like, what? <laughs> she's like, and, and I was... Um, it's done. So then we, we hunted down like the complete works of Sherlock Holmes at the bookstore and sure enough, opened it up and there was Sherlock Holmes, A Study in Scarlet is all about Mormons. Okay, this is so crazy you brought this up because <laughs> a few episodes ago, shout out to Sarah again because she did like what you're basically doing now. She decided to um, basically research the whole episode and she did Mormons in Pop Culture and this came up where she was like oh, really? um the Sherlock Holmes series and I, I we were both so confused like I didn't even know that he wrote about Mormons or you know that that author was writing about Mormons Sir in terms Arthur of Conan Doyle yeah yeah get assigned let's see they meet Gregson and another detective Lestrade they examine the body of a dead American named Drebber and Holmes inspects the room for clues, which he uses to determine specific details about the murderer. Okay. Murderer. Okay. So that's, uh, if you haven't read Sherlock Holmes, which I have not, I just have seen the movies because Robert Downey Jr., those are the ones that I've seen. Yeah. He's a sexy, sexy man. And so. <laughs> just... You're a Downey fan. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm having. Tony Stark. Tony Stark, yeah. Listeners are probably like, what the fuck? Are you really, are you a fan? Or are you just like, no, I just want to like do things to him. Yeah, you're like, I just like how he looks in that suit, okay? Get off me. (laughs) (laughs) Number two uh, opens in the American West in 1847. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Just a few years after J-Dog was moited. (laughs) (laughs) Moited. After they fall asleep expecting to die, an enormous caravan of Mormon travel travelers appears. Mm. Yeah, this is where it's getting good. So the Mormons discover the man and girl who are John Ferrier and his adopted daughter, Lucy. The Mormon leader, Brigham Young, offers Ferrier and Lucy refuge as long as they adopt their religion. Oh, of course. We'll of course, save right? you, but you have to 
give me your money, essentially. Give yeah. me your tithing money and probably right. let me marry your little step, oh. do- your adopted daughter. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah. Um, so... You're, have you read this? <laughs> no, did I just spoiler it? I mean, I think I know I my Brigham. My Brigham is pretty unfortunately. His little peen is like the spout of the kettle. <laughs> A little shrimp dick. <laughs> just, oh my god, this peeking out of the bush. <laughs> and that's a mood killer for sure. Yeah. All right, so hmm, we are back in. Uh, Sherlock Holmes land, um, but really America, the American West. And keep in mind that this is written by Sir Conan, Arthur Conan Doyle, who's a British man, and he doesn't really know much about, Amer- what he knows about America is, I'll get to that later. Anyway, Ferrier and Lucy flee with Jefferson. They evade the Mormon centuries posted around Ferrier's farm and make it to the base of the mountains where Hope has animals waiting to carry them to safety. They soon run out of food, when Jefferson run, returns from hunting, he finds the camp empty. Oh, no. He finds Farrier's freshly dug grave nearby <gasps> and realizes Ooh. the Mormons have taken Lucy back to Salt Lake City. So they killed her father and took her back to Salt Lake? Yeah. Uh, also, yeah, I know this is fiction, but under Brigham Young's rule, this isn't like that far-fetched. Yeah, it tracks. Yeah. So, and I'm, I'll get to, yeah, okay. So, um, vowing vengeance, Jefferson retraces his path and arrives at Salt Lake City the day after Lucy has been wed to Drebber. So she's married to Drebber. <gasps> okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. Crutches have come up to... way too much in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, are we surprised? Are we? Um, no. Surprises me anymore. Uh, um, So in November 1887, a young writer named Arthur Conan Doyle published his first story about a soon-to-be-famous fictional detective, Sherlock Holmes. The dark tale, which appeared in Beaton's Christmas Annual, was titled A Study in Scarlet. Some of its most dramatic parts are set in the Salt Valley in Utah in 1847 and follow a non-Mormon's interactions with the Mormon followers of Brigham Young. The novel paints a bleak portrait of Mormonism. The story includes forced marriage and violence, two things that were part of the British view of Mormons at the time. Well, and it was real. Accurate. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not just the British view. That really happened. That yeah. kind of stuff really happened. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, literally nobody cared about the Mormons. They were just like... <laughs> They're like, don't talk... <laughs> I feel like Mormons, they, like, hate when you just talk about them, about the actual facts that happened. They're mm-hmm. like, no, that that sounds bad. But it's like, just, I don't know. Accept that your history is fucked. Yeah. <laughs> and don't get all up in arms about it. Like, it happened, you know? Just don't try to cover it up. But they do try to cover it up. Yeah. Though the story didn't make a huge splash at the time, over the years it helped shape how British people perceived Mormons. But it was part of a larger trend. Doyle's sensationalistic portrait of the Mormons had drawn upon what was already an extensive body of commentary in the British press. Since the late 1830s, when the Mormons had begun to attract English converts, a growing number of journalists, travel writers, and novelists had been stoking the English public's curiosity about this strange American sect with its message of a new revelation and a restored biblical theocracy. Well, it was amazing. Good work. 
Thank um, you. I was actually prepared, kind of. I mean, I had technical difficulties, and then, you know, I was like, anyway. Um, but thank you so much for being on. You're- oh, yeah. Thank you for having me. <laughs>